Welcome to episode three of Offstage with Logan and Chase. We have a pretty interesting list of things to talk about with you guys today, so we're excited that you're listening. Yeah, very excited to get this started. All right, let's go for it. So, this week in entertainment. First, we're going to chat a little bit about the results from the Emmys that happened about a week ago. So, I don't know if you guys watched the Emmys, but they were the primetime TV awards. Primetime is usually weekday evenings when people are watching TV the most, whether it be after work, after school, etc. I didn't know this happened at all. Like, I saw a couple things about it online, but other than that, I just, it's like... It's not award season. What's this all about? Chase was like a little bit out of the loop, but it's okay. We'll forgive him this time. Won't have to find a new co-host yet. Um, so first, let's go ahead and chat about like who won. So first of all, Amazon has been like the underdog in award season for a while because they haven't really had anything that came out that was like mind-blowingly great. They've had the what is it? Transparent. That won a few. It won a couple awards, year. yeah, but this year they have the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which has won almost every single award that it has been nominated for. Can you tell me what that is, please? Oh my god, yes I can. I love the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So, in short, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is about, like, a really, um, a housewife that really cares about her husband, wants to support him in everything that he does, and she's what you give, like, the perfect housewife award for in the late 1950s and she finds out that he's been cheating on her with his secretary and so in the ultimate revenge tactic she accidentally becomes a stand-up comedian and is way better at it than him because that was his dream like his entire life and so she gets revenge by being better at the one thing that he wants to be great at okay and it beat out atlanta which is a great show it's a great show i do love Atlanta. it beat out barry which i've I've watched, like, two episodes, and it was really good, but I just couldn't get into it for some reason. Um, but the acting in it was great. Uh, it beat out Blackish, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glow, Silicon Valley, and the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt for Outstanding Comedy Series. Because it's literally outstanding. Look, there is one season on Amazon of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I have watched that one season the, four times. The font, <laughs> oh, Wow. The font just for the like cover of this on the Emmy's website, it looks like bewitched font, like their logo or whatever. A little bit, and yeah. And it makes me wonder how it could be Emmy award winning good. It's incredible. The acting is incredible. It's what you'd consider like a period piece. So because it goes back in time to the late 1950s, the set design, the costume design, um, everything has to be true to the era, and it is. like and once Rachel Brosnahan, the... Rachel Brosnahan. If you guys ever look at my Twitter bio, it literally says Rachel Brosnahan wannabe because I love her so much. She is so brilliant and creative and talented. And I don't follow you on Twitter, so I've never noticed it. It's because I blocked him. Anyways... Um, she is for, for the best. Our creative differences will get the best of us one day. Um, it, it's incredible. Um, everything about the show is what you'd consider an outstanding comedy series. Honestly, it's it's really great. Um, I highly recommend it if you have Amazon Prime. If you don't get Amazon Prime, it's <laughs> you guys won't regret it. I'm okay. obsessed. I want to talk about this. Okay, the I'm just looking at the comedy. Right now, uh, best or lead actor 
It was Bill Hader for Barry. Mm-hmm. Supporting actor was Henry Winkler from Barry. Mm-hmm. Lead actress was, um, you know, that person, Rachel Brosnahan mm-hmm. from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Supporting actress was also from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Alex Borstein, yeah. I see a pattern. So, the central characters in the film are women. So, um, Rachel Brosnahan is Mrs. Maisel. Alex Borstein plays her manager. Um, The only male characters that would be considered lead characters um, is A, her ex-husband, um, and I cannot remember who he's played for, played by right now. Um, but he wasn't nominated for any awards. I, d- I like him, but he's definitely not the part of the show that shines. Um, and I feel like most of the male characters in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel are really just supporting pieces for her storyline, because it is, like, it is the storyline, like, her becoming a successful stand-up comedian. Okay, but the big story from the Emmys, the biggest, like the biggest winner, is Cat Williams in Atlanta for a guest actor. <laughs> that, okay, that was one of the best, I'm pretty sure that was the season opener. Uh, it was from, I don't remember, he had an alligator, basically, and I think that that had something to do with the title of that episode. But oh, I've Alligator seen, Man, yeah. yeah it was also nominated of, for Outstanding Writing. Yeah. But it lost to The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel's yeah, pilot. I guess everything lost to The Marvelous Mrs. <laughs> uh But yeah, uh, when I watched that episode, I was like, whoa, Cat Williams is in this. And I've seen his stand-up like most people have, I'm guessing. Yeah. And I was, you know, he was Cat Williams in it. And it was fun and exciting. But he was also super dramatic and emotional in it and i think atlanta kind of gets shoved into the comedy box because that's where they put stuff that like barry too like that doesn't belong in comedy at all really i mean there's funny parts in both of those but they aren't really comedy shows and um hollywood doesn't like to be too serious which is interesting like it's no i think they can be too serious sometimes and they're just like we don't know what this is so it's a comedy and they don't take. They the did time. the same thing with Get Out at the Oscars. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't even want to talk and, about or the that. Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, so the one thing I do want to talk about about the Emmys, though, is that Black Mirror finally got some recognition that it deserved. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I haven't. Okay. So Black Mirror is, oh, it's like a psychological thriller in every episode. It's an anthology series, so the episodes don't go together. Like every episode is a completely different story with completely different characters. I'm pretty only... sure most people have seen it. I'm just one of the few who hasn't. Yeah, I would agree. You should probably watch it, though. It's really mm-hmm. good. Um, one of the most awarded episodes that they ever had was San Junipero, um, which followed a lesbian couple uh, back in the 50s. It was really good. It was a very, it was a beautiful episode. Um, but this time, USS Callister is the one that ended up taking uh, outstanding writing for the limited series. And USS Callister was about a guy who basically lived his entire life um, in this virtual reality world that he created um, with, like, technology. And he ended up, like, enslaving people um, in his mind, like, in this world. And it was mind-blowing. And it really was incredible writing. Black Mirror, like, made you feel for the people that he was enslaving, even though they weren't the real people. And then you find out that he'd been using people's DNA to enslave them in the game. And it was 
so cool. It was so good. Like, thank you, Black Mirror. What for... did they win? What did Black Mirror win? Black Mirror won Outstanding Writing in a Limited Series. They were also nominated for... Um, he was nominated for, like, Best Actor in a Limited Series as well, I think. Um, I can't remember his name right now, but it was... It's a phenomenal episode. Like, I definitely recommend watching it if it's something that you haven't seen before. Whether you just watch USS Callister or whether you are interested in just seeing Black Mirror in general. It also won Outstanding TV Movie because Black Mirror episodes are typically about an hour and a half long um, because it's an anthology series and they have to tell a whole story in one episode. So I definitely recommend watching that. Um, but that's basically all we have to say really about Emmy's results. I just wanted Donald, Glo Donald Glover to win more and he didn't. So I do love him and I do believe that he's very deserving. Yeah. I just, I don't know. This... There was a lot of good TV this year. I get it. There was a lot. Yeah. Um, next though, we're going to chat a little bit about the People's Choice Award finalists and Chase and I are going to do some live ballots for you. Yeah. So we're, you guys are going to get to hear our votes as they're happening. Yeah, so and we're so be I've pulled up an E Online article that has them in this order. Is that what you have? Yes, I have that exact okay. one. Perfect. Where do we go to vote? Uh, you click at the bottom to vote for movie. We have to do it individually, but we're going to go ahead and just do them on the air first. So we're going to start with movies. So the best movie of 2018. Here are the nominees Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Incredibles 2, <laughs> Fifty Shades Freed is nominated for the movie of 20. That gets my vote. <laughs> the movie was terrible. And then A Quiet Place. So what's your vote, Chase? Ooh, this is tough. I'm going to have to go between Avengers and Black Panther. You can only pick one. I know. It's going to be tough. I'm going to go with Black Panther, though, because it was kind of bigger for me. I'm going to go for Avengers Infinity like, War. I loved Infinity War, and I think it was a great movie, but I don't know. I'm going to be like the other voters and get carried away with a moment, and Black Panther just stole I would, the moment. I feel year. like originally I would have said Black Panther, but Avengers just seamlessly put so many stories and together. And I admittedly hated the idea of Infinity War going into it. Like I was set on not seeing it at all this year. And then my brother one day was like, hey, you want to go see this movie? And I was like, ah, yeah, let's, nah. let's, let's just get this over with. Yeah. So and I was blown away. It's so good. Um, I loved it. But I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to have to go with. Um, Black Panther. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to stick with Infinity War. So second, comedy movie of 2018. Your nominees are Love, Simon, Blockers, The Spy Who Dumped Me, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, and Crazy Rich Asians. Where are you going for, Chase? I've only seen Love, Simon, so I'm going to go with Love, Simon. <laughs> I did love Love, Simon, but I'm going to go for Crazy Rich Asians. I know how much you loved Crazy Rich Asians. I did, but I also really loved Love, Simon. Um, okay, cool. So next, action movie of 2018. Your nominees are Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Deadpool 2, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and Ocean's 8. Uh, I'm going to go with Black Panther again. I love Deadpool 2, and I didn't love Jurassic World. It was garbage. <laughs> it was pretty bad, but I I am a sucker for those kind of movies. I don't know why, but when um, I saw it, especially the part when they're going away on the boat and there's just the big, I don't know, long neck yeah. dinosaur. I don't know that what they call it. I'm not a dinosaur scientist. Connoisseur. Um, <laughs> dinosaur so connoisseur. I'm going to go for Black Panther on this one, yeah. too. Deadpool um, 2 was probably my close second. But I don't think it should be action, though. That's definitely a comedy. I don't know why it's not nominated as a comedy. But uh, I just want to talk about how I was in Walmart yesterday, and they had this whole section of just Blu-ray discs. Yeah. And 
it's a bunch of different movies like The Devil Wears Prada, Logan. Oh, I love Devil Wears Prada. All these different movies, but Deadpool is on the cover. And it's like, oh, hey, I'm so not funny. in this movie, but I wish I was. That that's was a I really said. good marketing that, technique. I, I saw that. I got out of marketing. Like, that's what I started. That was my first Me major. Me too. <laughs> and now I'm kind of jealous because I wish I would have thought of that. But right? Also, <laughs> fuck marketing. Um, okay, drama movie of 2018. Your nominees are Fifty Shades Freed. Why? 12 Strong. <laughs> I don't know why it's nominated for so much. 12 Strong, Red Sparrow, Midnight Sun, and A Quiet Place. So here's the deal. Midnight Sun, as a, as a film, was not good. But I'm going to vote for it. Why? Did you love it? I loved it. You like, love I sobbed. I love, like, drama movies, no matter how cheesy they are. If they can make me cry, they win. Did you see A Quiet Place? Yes. But Did I don't it really not think make you that cry? It, I don't think it should be nominated as a drama. I feel like it should be nominated as, like, a thriller or a horror. Like, I feel like it's in the wrong category. I don't know. It's pretty dramatic. I... It's, At the end, it's like one of the, it's like Atlanta and all those things. They just get shoved into. I know, a and box I don't like it. Don't I did love it. a quiet place. I really did. I am did. gonna pick a quiet place because I loved it. Okay. And I think it deserves it. I think Midnight Sun's gonna win because this is people's choice, and nobody cares about good movies. Next family movie of 2018, Incredibles 2, A Wrinkle in Time, Hotel Transylvania 3, I Can Only Imagine, and Christopher Robin. I didn't even see Christopher Robin, but I'm going with Christopher um, Robin. I didn't see Christopher Robin. I love. Winnie the Pooh. So do I. So much. I watched it all the time when I was a kid. But just seeing the preview for this movie, I was freaked out. Like, it just just wasn't my thing. It was kind of spooky. Yeah, it was really I'm going to go for Christopher Robin, though. Uh, I'm going with Incredibles 2. I didn't love it. it. I loved it. I didn't love it. I love the Incredibles and everything they stand for. Fair enough. We're going to go for Male Movie Star of 2018 now. Chris Hemsworth, Avengers Infinity War. Robert Downey Jr., Avengers Infinity War. Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. Chris Pratt, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Or Nick Robinson, Love, Simon. I'm going for Nick Robinson because that was like his breakout role in Love, Simon. And I thought it was, it was really great. He so did you're really just going to ignore his whole role in Jurassic World? Who? The Nick Robinson? Yeah, he was in the first one. Yeah, and he wasn't that good. Uh, I'm going with Chadwick Boseman because he's had to endure through this entire, you know, uh, Wakanda forever thing. His for I don't know how long now, but he deserves it. I agree, he deserves it. Okay, we're going to go with that. So moving on, female movie star of 2018, Scarlett Johansson, Avengers Infinity War. Sandra Bullock, Ocean's 8. Anne Hathaway, Ocean's 8. Lily James, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And Bryce Dallas Howard, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I'm going for Lily James. Um, Mamma Mia wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't intended to be a great movie. It's supposed to be fun. Exactly, it's It's supposed to be fun. And Lily James did a really... It was like she was a very sweet character. Like she portrayed the role she was meant to very well. And I love Lily James. So, Lily James, if you ever listen to this, I love you. I didn't see... Ocean's 8 or Mamma Mia, so that takes out 3 for mm-hmm. me. But I'm going to go with Sandra Bullock anyway because she's Sandra Bullock. Yeah, that's fair. I love her. I'm always done with Sandra Bullock. Oh boy, another Fifty Shades Freed nominee. Drama movie star of 2018. John Krasinski, A Quiet Place. I love him. Emily Blunt, A Quiet Place. Jennifer Lawrence, Red Sparrow. Chris Hemsworth, 12 Strong. Jamie Dornan, Fifty Shades Freed. I am going for John Krasinski. Uh, I'm going to pick Emily Blunt, because that whole giving birth thing... In the bathtub and having to be silent, actually. stepping on a nail. I take that back. Emily Blunt, you're my woman. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm, I'm going with Emily Blunt. Cool. Uh, shout out to John Krasinski, though, because you're perfect and I love you. That was a great film. Great job directing it. You're a star. And I was watching a little bit of your Amazon show, Jack Ryan. Jake Ryan. Jack Ryan? Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. I I was watching a little bit of that Jake Ryan's from Hannah, Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, he is. Wow. Uh, But yeah, I was watching a little bit of that, and I just, yeah, I loved him. Great. Okay. Comedy movie star of 2018. Melissa McCarthy, Life of the Party. John Cena, Blockers. He was really funny in that movie. Nick Robinson, Love, Simon. Amanda Seyfried, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And Mila Kunis, The Spy Who Dumped Me. I'm going to go for John Cena because, like, I don't normally love John Cena, but he was hilarious in Blockers. He was so funny. Um, yeah. Trainwreck was on TV the other day, and uh, <laughs> Logan just asked if she could have a sip of my Red Bull, and I kind of rolled my eyes and nodded. <laughs> but uh, oh, that's terrible! Don't drink the green one. I love it. Um, but anyway, I was train wreck was on TV yesterday, and I was, as I was flipping through the channels, and I just stopped for a little bit. And John Cena's scene in the movie theater is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is. I didn't see Blockers, but I'm sure he was great mm-hmm. in it. Um, Blockers was a great movie. The only one of these movies I saw was Love Simon, and I don't want to choose him for it because. I don't think he was, like, the comedy movie star. Exactly. I think he was a great male movie star. I'm just going to choose Melissa star. McCarthy because she's funny. Oh, my God, that movie was garbage. Life yeah, of the Party I've was heard, so bad. I've heard it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, but if you guys haven't seen Blockers and you want a cohesive review before you watch it, check out my review on the Arbiter website because I loved that movie, and it was also, like, it was way better than anybody expected. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Um, next, action movie star of 2018. Chris Hemsworth, Avengers Infinity War. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool 2, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, Denai Gr- oh my god, I feel so bad for pronouncing this wrong. Gurira? I don't Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. She was great in it. Um, Chris Pratt, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. So I am going to go for Ryan Reynolds on this one. I want to go for him just because he's one of the most beautiful humans alive. But also, everybody loves Deadpool. Like I just, I just think he is going to win Deadpool this category. Is so good. I think he's going to win this category. Is that your vote oh, too? Yeah, I'm going to go with him over okay. Chadwick. Cool. Ooh, now it's TV. I love TV. I watch a lot of TV. Um, I like go to the movies. I try to go every couple weekends, but I am usually really up to date on TV. So I'm excited for these. So um, I'm really. The show of 2018. That's what this award is. And looking at the nominees, there's 13 Reasons Why, Grey's Anatomy, Shadowhunters, The Big Bang Theory, and This Is Us. And This I, Is Us. I did not watch any of these shows. I am very anti-Grey's Anatomy, anti-Big Bang Theory, um, well, the winner, anti-13 Reasons Why. The winner is going to be This Is Us. This Is Us is an incredible show. I've heard really good things about it, but you know the show um, Parenthood? It was on oh, a few years ago. Oh, I love Parenthood. Just everything I've heard about This Is Us reminds no, no, no. me. Okay, but just like the, not the entire theme of it or like what goes on in it, just the emotions that come from it. Oh, it's, no. It just seems you like You need to watch Parenthood. This Is Us. It will shatter your whole soul. Um, so I'm going to go with This Is Us because I think Grey's Anatomy um, hasn't really gotten any better in the last few seasons. I have some issues with 13 Reasons Why. I'm tired of the Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory needs to just 
fall off a cliff, and please. Shadowhunters isn't good. Like, people, like, it got canceled. People have been trying to save the show. Shadowhunters isn't that good of a show. It's on Freeform. The only good Freeform show that's ever come from Freeform is The Fosters um, and Pretty Little Liars. And The Fosters came from... Uh, ABC Family, yeah, but then, then it turned into Freeform. Yeah. So I... Shadowhunters shouldn't even be on the best show nominee list. So I'm just going to give it to This Is Us, because yeah. Logan said so. Because <laughs> I said so. And I trust her. Uh, drama show of 2018. This Is Us, Grey's Anatomy, 13 Reasons Why, Riverdale, and The Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale or This Is Us is going to win, but I'm going to vote for Riverdale. I'm... Yeah. Have you seen Riverdale? I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, you should try watching the whole thing. Yeah. I'm going to go with The Handmaid's Tale, because... Uh, I've only watched a few episodes of that, too, but it just seemed really... It, it was really good-looking visually, mm -hmm. and um, just the concept of it was really cool. The Handmaid's Tale is really good, but I'm like also thinking, like because this is people's choice, I feel like Riverdale's going to win. I don't know. I've heard a lot of people talking good about uh, The Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. is really good, but also like, so is like, this. Oh, is have this. you watched this? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah, little. I guess. Um, but, comedy show of 2018. The oof. Big Bang Theory, Modern Family, Blackish, Orange is the New Black, and The Good Place. I'm going for The Good Place. Yes, The Good Place is such a good it's show. It's so good. <laughs> like, when I first started it on Hulu, uh, after the second season, I think, or mm -hmm. the first season, I, was, I wasn't expecting anything good, and then... It's so, it's so good. good. And I love Kristen Bell, too. Yes, and the... Who's the white-haired old actor dude. I don't remember his name. Uh, yeah, he disappeared for a long time or wasn't really that relevant and then he just comes up doing The Good Place and everyone's like, what? It's this amazing. is amazing. Um, it's incredible. But yeah, I'm going to shout out to Blackish and Modern Family too though because ABC, so ABC's comedy shows are just always consistent. They're always consistently good. I love and, them. Yeah, so, but I'm going to go with The Good Place because okay. I just liked it a lot. Um... Revival show of 2018, American Idol, One Day at a Time, Queer Eye, Jersey Shore, and Dynasty. I just started Queer Eye, and I love it, so I'm going to go with Queer Eye. Didn't someone yell at you on Twitter? Yeah, one of your friends. Yes. <laughs> Shout out Chantel. You're the best. Uh, call Logan out as much as possible. Make her feel bad for not watching stuff. Chantel, I really thought that you and I could be friends, but... Honestly, you guys would be great friends. So I hope I you're listening to that. this, because... This is a blooming friendship that you didn't know about yet. Yeah, um, uh, I'm going to go with Jersey Shore, though, because... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I love Jersey I Shore. I have a love-hate relationship with Jersey Shore, but yeah. Okay, so for you, reality me. show of 2018, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. I know what you're going to choose. Queer Eye, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Chrisley Knows Best, and Vanderpump Rules. I'm going with Jersey Shore on this what? one. What? I am very surprised you didn't go with Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um... I typically like, I mean, I do like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but I think that for 2018, I don't think it was the best show. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, although I do love all the Kardashians. My choice is about definitely before. Jersey Shore still. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jersey Shore for reality show, just not revival show. Um, makes sense. Competition show of 2018, The Voice, Ellen's Game of Games, Big Brother, RuPaul's Drag Race, or America's Got Talent. I'm going to go for The Voice just because they We just talked so much shit about The Voice last week. Yeah, but that doesn't change the fact that it's going to be the people's choice. 
Oh, so you're like voting with the voters is how you're just trying to choose the winner not always some of them I just like but in this case like I like RuPaul's Drag Race and I think it could win I think it could win but I also think that it's a relatively problematic show and I don't want to vote for it that makes sense America's Got Talent's really good and I love Simon Cowell but I just don't think that this last season was um, incredible Big Brother annoys me I love Ellen but the Game of Games show isn't that great yeah okay I've only watched clips I've never actually watched a full episode I'm gonna go with Ellen's Game of Games because it's, I don't know. The voice is just like, I mean... Is Kelly Clarkson really a judge on The Voice, though? She won last season. Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson won. Her oh, team her team. Won. I, I yeah, Kelly Clarkson part. is like a really, like, she's a good coach. Okay, but let's talk about how she, she's like, isn't that like treason or something? What? She won, she won American Idol and now she's on The Voice. Yeah, The Voice is a That's better blasphemous. show than American Idol. Did you watch the last season of American Idol? I haven't Idol? watched American Idol since, like, 2003. Uh, the you. Voice is much better. Kelly Clarkson won last season with Bryn Cartelli, who was 15 years old and won The Voice. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, go Kelly Clarkson. Um, John Legend is a voice next season, which I'm kind of looking forward to, because I feel like he's going to be a good voice. I'm tired of Blake and Adam, because they've been there since the beginning, and the yeah. romance is old. Um... um. Next is the male TV star of 2018. Let me just say, this is the whitest category so far. It is. Uh, Wait, is Justin Chambers white? All these people are white. Harry Shum Jr. Jr. is is Asian, but everyone else on this is white. Uh, It's really white. It's just white. Look at all these crackers. I'm looking up Justin Chambers because I don't remember who he is in Grey's right Anatomy. Here. Oh, he plays Alex Karev, though. He's really good, actually. He's. I'm uh, glad he's finally getting nominated. I'm going with Freddie Highmore because he's in. He's Charlie he's from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. In the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate um, Factory. So let me tell you guys what the nominees are. So Andrew <laughs> Lincoln from The Walking Dead, Cole Sprouse, Riverdale, Justin Chambers, Grey's Anatomy, Freddie Highmore, The Good Doctor, and Harry Shum Jr. from Shadowhunters. So... Freddie Highmore uh, plays um, an autistic doctor, um, and he's very good, and I think that he deserves to win, Um, but I'm going to go with Justin Chambers from Grey's Anatomy, because I think that Alex Karev was a a particularly good character this last season. He's a pretty good-looking dude, so... Oh, that's exactly why... Wow, you caught me. Um, (laughs) Female TV star of 2018... Ellen Pompeo, Grey's Anatomy, Mandy Moore, This Is Us, Camila Mendez, Riverdale, Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder, and Catherine McNamara, Shadowhunters. Um, I'm going to go for Camila Mendez for Riverdale. Okay. I'm I haven't watched any of these shows, so I don't know. I'm gonna go with Viola Davis because I just love her. Uh I do love Viola Davis. I just don't love how to get away with murder. Um so I've heard that I don't know. I've heard I've I've heard mixed reviews. Camila Mendez was a particularly spicy character in Riverdale with Veronica this season, so I feel like I feel like she deserves it. I feel like this was a good year for her. Um, I don't know why I just I just tried to scroll on the computer when the list is on my phone. Um, drama TV star of 2018, Ellen Pompeo, Grey's Anatomy, uh, Mariska Hargitay from Law and Order SVU, KJ Apa from Riverdale, Darren Chris from The Assassination of Gianni Versace, uh, American Crime Story, and Katherine Langford, 13 Reasons Why. I'm going to go for Darren Chris. He actually just won an Emmy for this role, um, and he is incredible in American Crime Story. So Darren Chris is my pick. He deserves it. He hasn't been relevant since Glee. It's yeah, time for him to shine. Yeah, and he was shine. really good in Glee. Yeah, not he gonna was. Lie. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Mariska Hargitay. From Law and Order. From Law and Order, because, come on, if you stay that consistent for so long, then you should be winning consistently, too. Agreed. That's, like, LeBron should be getting the MVP every year, let's be real. Okay, well... Come on. Anyways, uh, comedy TV star of 2018, Jim Parsons, The Big Bang Theory, Donald Glover, Atlanta, Kristen Bell, The Good Place, Sofia Vergara, Modern Family, Drew Barrymore, Santa Clarita Diet. We know who you're going to choose. I Drew know who you're Barrymore, choose. the love of my life, deserves the whole world and all the awards for Santa Clarita Diet. And, of course, I'm going to choose Donald Glover because... No, he's Donald Glover. Yeah, I knew you were going to choose him. Perfect. And nothing. I'm going to be seeing him in like a week, so yeah. Okay, nothing more to say about that. Daytime talk show of 2018. The Ellen DeGeneres show is the only one that matters. Steve, live with Ryan and Kelly. Kelly and Ryan, sorry. The real red table talk with Jada Pinkett Smith. The Ellen DeGeneres show wins. Um, I Yeah, I'm going to go for the Ellen show, obviously. She's the but obvious choice. I want to talk about the real, because the only reason I know the real is a real thing is because I listen to a podcast called It's The Real, mm-hmm. or A Waste of Time with It's The Real, and they always talk about how they can't have their social media. They couldn't be just the real because of this oh. show. Okay. But that's, uh, I just wanted to say that. All right, good story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nighttime but Ellen got my vote. Nighttime Talk Show of 2018, Jimmy Kimmel Lives, The Late Late Show with James Corden, The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. So I guess you got your wish. We do get to get, I get to talk, talk about, about Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. <laughs> and Drew Barrymore oh, in the same is, podcast. This is so the best day of my life. The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon gets my vote. Uh, I... I I am a huge fan of Jimmy Fallon and The Roots. Solely because of Fever Pitch. Uh, yeah, he's that's a great show, and I'm a huge Red Sox fan. So, But I'm not going to give him my vote this year because I feel like his show hasn't been the best one this year. I loved it when it first started up, and I loved it for a long time after that. But I think Jimmy Kimmel's show has just been better lately. And mm, Okay. Yeah. So okay. I disagree. We but vote okay. for opposing Jimmy's. I like okay. Jimmy Fallon more. Okay. But Jimmy Kimmel gets my vote. Trevor Noah, you're a close third. Uh, or you probably. Trevor Noah, I a little bit find you kind of annoying, but. I just love him. I think that at the beginning of his show he was really good, but now I just kind of find him uppity. I only watch it once in a while, and I just love his interview with uh, Jerry Seinfeld on. Comedians in Cars. My favorite Trevor Noah um, episode is the one with Tommy Lauren. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one was good. Um, she's something. She's something. Oh, jeez. Moving on. Competition contestant of 2018, Nikki Bella, Dancing with the Stars, Maddie Poppy, American Idol, Bryn Cartelli, The Voice, Cody Nixon, The Amazing Race, and Eva Ego, uh, World of Dance. I'm going for Bryn Cartelli. She deserves it. She's 15, and she won The Voice. Yeah, I'll give it to her because I don't know any of these people. I'm sorry, guys. Good, good. <laughs> um, reality TV star of 2018, Khloe Kardashian. No. <laughs> Anthony Porosky from Queer Eye, Joanna Gaines, Fixer Upper, Holly D, Jersey Shore, and Nikki Bella from Total Bellas. I'm going for Joanna Gaines. <laughs> if you don't choose Polly D, you're wrong. I'm going for Joanna Gaines because she has so much love in her heart. I just love Polly D so much. He's the most energetic 45-year-old man. He's 
he's old, guys. Like, he's, like, so much older than everyone else on Jersey Shore. It surprised me when <laughs> I, I looked it up. And I love his energy and his positivity and everything about him. So He's funny. I um, love you, Polly D. Please marry me. We're going to go for binge-worthy show of 2018. Outlander, Queer Eye, Shadowhunters, 13 Reasons Why, Shameless. I'm going for Queer Eye. That's all. Uh, shameless. Oh, I hate that show. Okay. It's, it's compelling. Ugh. Sci-fi fantasy, <laughs> fantasy show of 2018. Supernatural, The Originals, The Expanse, Winona Earp, Earp, okay, (laughs) and Shadowhunters. I'm going to go for Supernatural. Wow. I really can't believe you just said that. I don't like The Originals, I don't like Shadowhunters, and I don't know what the other two are. I'm just going to go ahead and skip this category because I've never seen any of these shows except, like, a little bit of super supernatural and I regret every second. Oh my god, there's more. We need to go through this a little faster. Okay. Male artist of 2018, Drake, Keith Urban, Ed Sheeran, Sean Mendez, Bruno Mars. You know I'm gonna say Sean Mendez. He's the love of my life. Who's uh, your pick? I'm gonna go with Bruno Mars. Okay, fair I enough. I just love Bruno Mars. Female artist of 2018, Cardi B. Swift, Cardi B, Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello, Nicki Minaj. I'm going for Camila Cabello. She had the number one female artist album of the entire year. Uh I just love Cardi B. So Okay. Cardi B. Group of 2018, 21 Pilots, Panic at the Disco, Five Seconds of Summer, BTS, and Super Junior. I'm going for Five Seconds of Summer because they had a killer album. Panic at the Disco isn't even a group anymore. No, it's, just, Br- it's just Brendan Urie. Uh, I hate 21 Pilots. I'll go Five Seconds of Summer just because. Woo! Okay. Album of 2018, Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, Camila Cabello, Camila, Shawn Mendes, Shawn Mendes, Ariana Grande, Sweetener, Nicki Minaj Queen. I'm going for Shawn Mendes. Uh, Cardi B. Okay. Song of 2018, Ariana Grande, No Tears Left to Cry, Shawn Mendes, In My Blood, Selena Gomez, Back to You, Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin, I Like It. Ooh, that's a catchy song. Yeah. And BTS Idol. I are Cardi B. I'm going for In My Blood. Cardi B is a sweep for me. I, Sean Mendes wins everything. Let's um, go ahead and skip over country artists. Oh, no. So country artists of 2018, <laughs> Thomas Rhett, Luke Bryan, Carrie Underwood, Blake Shelton. Yeah, we can skip it. Yeah. Okay, Latin artist of 2018, Becky G, CNCO, J Balvin, Bad Bunny, Shakira. Uh, I'm going to go for J Balvin. He's had some bops this year. Yeah, he has. I'm going with Bad Bunny just because I like it. It was okay. great. Uh, J Balvin was also. I know, I like but. It. I like, <laughs> I like Bad Bunny. Okay. And he, he did this whole, I don't remember what. Okay, music was, video of 2018, the answer is Childish Gambino, This Is America, we're going to entertain no other options. Yeah. Concert tour of 2018, Beyonce and Jay-Z, Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, Katy Perry, and Super Junior. Is this really a question? Like, we have to go with Beyonce and Jay-Z, right? Yeah. Uh, Luke, I know you're listening to this. You saw them last night. And you won't shut up about it, so... So I guess we're going for Beyoncé yeah. and Jay-Z. I can go for Beyoncé. Oh, no, there's more. Pop culture. Beauty influencer of 2018. I'm Do good. you know anything about nope. this? Okay, I'm I'll answer. Um, I'm going to go for none of them because I can't stand any of them. Oh, I'm going to go with Bretman Rock, actually, because no. he's got some pretty funny videos. Oh, my God, Bretman <laughs> Rock is so annoying. I know, he's had a couple funny videos on Twitter that I laugh uh, at. So. Social star of 2018. I'm going for Shane Dawson because he's been exposing everybody yeah. <laughs> on YouTube. Let's go for it. Thanks. Uh, Shane Dawson, Animal Star. We're gonna skip Animal Star of 2018. Social Celebrity of 2018. Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. No, Chrissy Teigen. Oh, 
Yeah. She she was just on hot. Well, she she was just on hot. She ones. just did hot ones. And then she had to go to the doctor. And then she had to go to the doctor. <laughs> so I guess she deserves it. But I already put in Ellen for my Chrissy. Phone. No, I'm totally going for Chrissy Teigen. And you know why? Because I pre-ordered her cookware from Target. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Chrissy Teigen. And then Comedy Act of 2018. <clears throat> I'm going. So it's Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, Tiffany Ali Haddish, Wong, Marlon Wayans, and Amy Schumer. I love Tiffany Haddish. She wins. She's my had a huge soul. year. Yeah, and she has. Since she was on Keanu, she's I've like loved her because she. Was I love you, Tiffany that. Haddish, and I can't wait to see you in night school with Kevin Hart. Um, style star of 2018 is Harry Styles. That's all. Yeah, let's just okay. go for Harry Styles. Game changer of 2018 is... Colin Kaepernick, duh. That's pretty obviously Colin Kaepernick, yeah. Or Serena, the greatest athlete of all time. I do love Serena Williams. But Colin yeah. Kaepernick needs needs uh, this win. Pop podcast win. of 2018. I'm going for three girls, one Keith, because um, I love it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Offstage with Logan and Chase. Cause, oh, wow. We are yeah. the pop podcast of 2018. Why weren't we nominated? I don't know, man. Why isn't there a write-in option? Okay, that is everything for the People's Choice Awards. Okay, I you, I actually voted. Let the record show that Logan wasn't actually submitting votes, and I was. I will. No, she won't. Yes, I will. Okay, well, I, I vote did. for all of these. I actually did it, so I get credit. Um, let's move on now. Uh, let's Chase talk about what to watch and what not to, to watch again. So I'm gonna say, not the nun again. again. It was garbage. Maniac, go. Uh, so Maniac is this show with Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. It's a Netflix original. And it's about a guy with psychosis who is, like, imagining his brother all the time. And I'm only one episode in, so I can't give you very much insight on it. But the first episode was it was visually stunning, especially on in 4K on my TV. It was just blew me away visually. I love visually. rich people. Yeah. Um... That have 4K TVs. It was it was a good experience. It was shout out Costco for the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely go check that out. And you've been binging something. Oh my god, I'm so late to the party, but I've been binging Hell's Kitchen. And if you haven't been watching Hell's Kitchen, I urge you to ask yourself why, and then go to Amazon Prime and then watch all of it, because. Honestly, like, I'm just going to start saying the things to people that Gordon Ramsay says, like, can you come look at this? Do you see it? Touch it. It's fucking raw! <laughs> yeah, Gordon Ramsay's always been an interesting character. Uh, and then he tells people to fuck off no matter what it is. Yeah, all I've ever seen are the videos of, like, the Twitter videos of Hell's Kitchen, so I don't really know much about it. But, yeah, go binge it. I have nothing else to say other than watch it. So, yeah. uh, what should we listen to? I think that today you should listen to Drew Barrymore by Bryce Fine because that is a bop. That is such a good song, and I don't know why you haven't listened to it. And also it says Drew Barrymore's name in it. Um, <laughs> you should also go listen to, it's like a little recording session that was re uh, recorded in 1983. It's called Piano and a Microphone 1983 by Prince. Rest in peace. I love you. Uh, but it's just crazy to hear him just jamming out on a piano and singing along to it. And he has, like, versions of other songs that he's already done. And it's really cool to hear. And, yeah, you should go check it out. Check it out. And next I want to talk about On The Run. Young Thug just dropped this this morning, I guess, at, like, midnight. Uh, it's been in the works for a while now, and everyone's been waiting for it. And, you know, Young Thug doesn't like to actually tell when things are going to release so he just threw it out there this morning and I've listened to it like five times already and I love it 
I love Young Thug's singing voice because it's gorgeous and everything he does is gorgeous and he's gorgeous. Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, that's how Chase really feels. <laughs> I love Young Thug. We should just dedicate go. a whole segment every show to Chase. Just go look at my Twitter for a second and you'll see how I feel about Young Thug. Chase confesses his love for like a lot of men all the time. So if you ever decide that you want to hear Chase confess his love for another man, we'll just make a segment for it. Yeah. Let us know on Twitter. I've got lots of lists. Shoot us a tweet. Um, next, uh, we're going to talk about Iridescence. Brockhampton's new album, their fourth album after the Saturation Trilogy that came out last year. This has been in the works for a while now. There's been a lot that's gone on. Uh, Amir has been shut out of the group for sexual misconduct reasons. We don't really know much other than that. And I've been patiently waiting, maybe not so patiently waiting for this to drop for a long time now and it's finally here and on my first listen I wasn't I wasn't sure what to think and Logan you said you felt the same yeah so the first time that I listened to it I was kind of uninterested like I listened yeah, to it yeah I, and it was I just agree like, Ooh. I was like this is this is different I feel like but... there's a lot of hype for something that like I ended up not being stoked about and that kind of sucks when you listen to an album because I've been waiting. Yeah, I knew I was. I wasn't sure how I would feel, and I knew that from the second they announced all the stuff going on with Amir. Because like, you I know, like... they he was like a vital part of their sound, yeah. and they've really created a specific sound. So you're like, oh, this is Brockhampton. Yeah, and it's interesting because like after I listened to the album for the first time, I was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't buy tickets to their tour when they come here. Like. I was like, if this is, like, what they're promoting, then I was like, mm. And then I listened to it again, and I like it a little more. Like, I'm still not obsessed with it. I love it now. I it's, It grew on me really fast. Like, I listened to all the singles they dropped, like, the 1999, 1998, and 1997. Uh, and then they performed Tanya live on Jimmy Fallon. And that was one of the greatest live performances I've seen from anyone on Jimmy Fallon and I saw them live uh, earlier this year and that was after Saturation 3 mm -hmm. and it, they blew me away but this performance it was just like super emotional and touching and I think Tanya is probably like the standout single for me that I just I can listen to it all day fair enough fair enough um, I don't know maybe by next week I'll like it a little more we'll yeah, see yeah they're really trying some different things, it's and I really, taste. I really, uh, I look up to it. It's, it's good, but um, it's it's acquired for me. I think yeah. I'll get there. It'll grow on you. Yeah. So why don't we chat about what's trending? So first of all, I was just you know scrolling through my Twitter trends really casually um, when I found a story about conspiracy theories surrounding cat murderers <laughs> in London. This is as strange as it sounds. So the Metropolitan Police in London have been like investigating the deaths of a bunch of cats um, in the Croydon area in London. And after three years, they've been investigating this for three <laughs> years about these cat murders. It was concluded that the killings were a combination of vehicle strikes and scavenging wildlife, but the residents refused to accept the story. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. This isn't a laughing matter. <laughs> People's cats are dying. 
It's just, I, this is not funny. It's, it's, Anyone it's out there listening, please never let Logan near your cat. I love cats. It's just so funny that like they're like, okay, yeah, well, they've been hit by cars and the people are like, no, there's a cat murderer yeah, okay, yeah. that's been on the rampage for, for real three people, years. Like, if you think that is... I mean, unless there's a pattern that we're not seeing. But yeah, that's a little silly. Ooh, I don't know. A little silly. That's a little silly. I hope that London inf figures out the cat murderers. I hope they find out who the cat murderer is. And I hope they are caught and put in jail for the rest of their lives for the death of so many animals. Okay, you need to chill with your sarcasm right now. I'm not even being sarcastic. <laughs> you're, you're, okay. He should be locked up. Or she. Don't gender discriminate on murders. I apologize. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Why are you being so mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you don't want to hear 10 more minutes of Logan laughing, let's move on. <laughs> so Pandora purchased was purchased by SiriusXM and I wrote an entire piece on how we just need to do away with traditional radio and SiriusXM you fit into traditional radio like I get that a lot of people still use it and if they do they're probably over the age of 30 but I don't know. Maybe this will revive them somehow. I don't know how it will, but come on. Everyone just uses Spotify or Apple Music and downloads it and plays it on their phone while they drive to work or school or just for anything, really. Like, are people really going to... Is, is this going to affect anything, Logan? I hate Pandora. I think that it is... A Spotify brood specifically for white moms in their middle age who don't know how to make playlists. Yeah. Um. <laughs> also, um, I haven't used Pandora since I was like 13. And Spotify and Apple Music have the same feature. Um, mm -hmm. Apple Music needs a little tweaking. But uh, Spotify's is really good. And yeah, so I don't think it was a smart move by either of them because I feel like they're both kind of phasing out of the entertainment canon. What you gonna do, you know? I don't really care that much about Pandora. I don't either. This is, me. I just... And also, who wants to pay for Sirius XM? I can't believe people right? actually pay for that. Like, <laughs> you get it free for, like, the first couple months you get your car, right? And then it just goes away, and you're like, oh, I guess I can't You're like, wow, I anymore. guess I have to go back to my aux cord. Yeah. Darn. And I don't have to pay for it. Darn! I don't yeah, get it. I, it. I don't think it was a smart move by either parties. I don't think so either. Whatever floats their boat. I know. Um, but it looks like we're running out of time. We're uh, hitting about 45 minutes right now. So, really quick, if you have any questions or comments, you just want to chat with us, me specifically, because I'm the only one who gets on the Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have it on my phone, but... It's Logan's, really. Tweet at us at Offstage Podcast. I typically answer, and I'm pretty funny. She's okay. You can also just contact our individual Twitter yeah. accounts. That we'll answer they're linked you. in there. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Poncho P for our original 
theme music. You're the best. Look him up on SoundCloud. You're wonderful. And Spotify. I just want to say that I'm really disappointed in you for being upset about having too many cats on your bed at once. And you'll know what I mean because it was a tweet. Shout out Apollo. Shout out. That's his cat. I love Apollo. Yeah, he's adorable. I don't know Apollo, but I would like to. Um... <laughs> Anyways, it was really cool uh, doing this for you guys today, and we hope to catch you on episode four next week. I'm Chase. And I'm Logan, and this is Offstage, signing off.